This is Chanted, a podcast where we offer vulnerable and insightful commentary on navigating life in your 20s, relying on real, raw, and extra AF stories all 20-somethings can relate to. I'm Niall. And I'm Brittany, and life in your 20s never goes as planned, and we have a few stories to prove it. Our podcast will reveal the not-so-picture-perfect aspects of life in your 20s and give you the kick in the ass you need to take a chance on life. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Chance at the Podcast. And this episode, we are going to be discussing our study abroad experience. And this is basically the foundation of me and Brittany's friendship. And so we thought it would be such a fun little episode. Uh, This study abroad trip is such like it's so near and dear to our heart because it was such a fun trip. Me and Brittany became friends and um, we just learned a lot about the world. And I mean, studying abroad is just always just like such a great time. So, yeah. Yeah, we are so excited to actually like talk about this episode and like our experience because like Nal said, this is like the how we became best friends. And I feel like our study abroad experience is unlike a lot of other people where they do like six months in like one country, like no, we went to four different countries in one month. Like that is our experience. Like we were staying in hostels. We were taking trains. Like we were taking buses. It, it was it was just a lot jam packed in one month. But like memories for a lifetime. Yeah, and I'm glad you talked about it being like jam packed in a month because it literally felt like. <laughs> You know, when people call reality TV shows and they've only been there for like two weeks, but it feels like they've been there for years. Like that's how our study abroad um, experience felt like. Yeah, we were just talking about Love Island before we like started recording. And so like these people literally fall in love from being like knowing each other for two weeks locked up from the outside world. And like it actually puts it into perspective. Like that's literally how we became like actual best friends. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You experience yeah. this one thing that no one else can experience together in like such a short amount of time, but it's like so much that you go through. And we were like thrown in with a group of girls and like we didn't even know them. So it was just like, it's such a like reality TV, like dating show type of environment yeah. a little bit. So um, we're going to start off with how we even decided to study abroad little background up until this point it was we we studied abroad our sophomore year going into junior year so it was the summer of 2017 and um I really didn't know Brittany like I knew of her on campus but like I really didn't like know her um and so I just remember once we signed up to study abroad and they had a like selection process so not everyone that signed up got to study abroad so once I got chosen to be a part of the program, we had like an initial um, meeting and I had heard rumors that like Brittany was going on the trip, but like I didn't know her. So it wasn't until the like initial like meeting um, that I like met her, we exchanged numbers. And then literally up until it was time to leave, like we didn't really talk about anything else. Like we just talked about like stuff pertaining the study abroad trip, right? Yeah, we were like, so what kind of suitcase are you going to get? What are you packing? Um, Have you started reading? We had to read books before we actually got there. So like, did you read the books? Like literally, it was only school talk that we were like engaging in, like nothing else. I definitely like took a chance on the program because I really didn't know anyone. And I know a lot of people 
do study abroad programs like with their best friend or already have a group of friends that they go in with it. But I was like, let me just take a chance and like sign up for this. I, I always knew that the study abroad experience would make my overall college experience mm-hmm. better. And I always knew that was something I wanted to do in college. So when this program came up and it fit like right along with what I was interested in, my major and my senior college, I was like, sign me up. Yeah. Like, yeah, for my, for me, studying abroad was like a non-negotiable. Like I knew I was going to do it during college. And this program in itself, like now said, was like perfect for the both of us because her concentration at our senior college was political communications, but in the mass comm school. And mine was public relations, but my minor was political science. So we studied media and politics in Europe. So like it basically combined both of our like interests uh, in like something that we were kind of considering for a career, like in one program. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was, it's a summer program, you guys. So we left like June something and we were back home by the fourth weekend, like by July 4th. And a little um, interesting fact about this was this was right after Trump had gotten elected. So mm-hmm. in terms of the political world, going to Europe and having to talk about politics in the United States and like the current environment was a very interesting take. And then they were going through Brexit and um, yeah. So I guess we'll a lot. say that for a little bit later, but it was like a lot because it was a different time in the world and everything was changing in terms of politics in their environment and our environment. Fast forward, the first stop on our study abroad trip was London. Um, actually, I went a couple of days earlier because my dad had business out there. So we flew out much earlier and um, we kind of like explored the city, just me and my dad. And I was like pretty nice because I was like able to like relax, get settled in before the trip actually started. And then I remember the rest of the people on our trip came um, like a couple of days later. And um, so little background, they didn't really tell us who our roommates and stuff were going to be when we got um on the trip so all i knew was the first hotel you could have up to two roommates and how the structure how the program was structured was we were going to different hotels almost every like four to three nights per se so (laughs) i knew that that was one of the things i was super nervous about was because i didn't know if we were going to switch roommates like throughout the trip or we were just going to be assigned one roommate and then that was going to be our roommate throughout the whole trip. So I, we get to the hotel and turns out Brittany's one of my roommates and one of our other classmates named Tia and me and Brittany just kind of like looked at each other. We're like, Oh my God. Like, of course they like put the, like the two black girls together. And then Tia was Indian. So we're like, they put all the Brown girls like together. <laughs> like, we were happy about it. We didn't have any complaints. Like, well, yeah. And I would also say it, it actually, I was really grateful because I kind of knew Niall and Niall kind of knew like my friend group at LSU. And I actually flew out the day after, um, one of my friends in New Orleans and actually my boyfriend at the time's best friend had just passed away the day before. So that was super difficult for me to deal with. And like having Niall there, I feel like that also helps uh, our friendship, like formed our friendship just because I was 
it was I was almost like not going to go on the trip. Right. Right. Like it was such a crazy time that you left to go on this month long study abroad trip when it was so much drama, like back at home. And another side note, you guys, is I only briefly knew Brittany because my boyfriend at the time was friends with her boyfriend at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) We're laughing at like how much. It is so funny because life is just so different. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Please stop. Okay, move on. We're gonna, we're gonna get into that too, <laughs> because <laughs> that's one of the things we find over. <laughs> oh my God, you guys! It's just so funny because anyone that knows us, they know why we're laughing like this. Because like our lives are so different now. Holy shit! <laughs> so okay, sorry. So anyway. <laughs> So okay, yes, we were we were literally uh, it was we were like of course us three are like in like rooming together and the rest of the people on the trip it was like y'all sorority girls and like we love those to death don't get us wrong but like sorority girls or like just we like completely different worlds like LSU has like is very I don't want to say clicky but like there are groups at LSU okay and everyone else is like on the complete like opposite spectrum of us so it was just. It was a very interesting, like, first couple days. Yeah, but it was always, like, it was was sorority girls, but then it was, like, kind of, like, the artsy girls, and then, Mm -hmm. like, kind of, like, the nerdy girls. You get what I'm saying? So it was, like, kind of a big mix of people. And then the year we went, we had one black male, and then our instructor bought his son, which was a, like, senior in college. I mean, a senior in high school at the time. So... Y'all, like, it was a lot of women on this trip, okay? Like, the only males on this trip were the instructors and um, two younger gentlemen. Like, that was it. So, a little insight. Like, that was a lot traveling for a month straight with all these different um, (laughs) personalities. Yeah. Um, So, I think we should, like, talk about, like, how like the pros and the cons of the trip and like some of our favorite places because we have like a unique story for every city that we went and I think that was that made the trip so special Mm -hmm. Um, at least for me it was just like we progressed in our friendship week by week um so like I remember in London like me and Brittany went on the the London Eye, yes, the London Eye. I don't know why I wanted to call it something different. <laughs> um, me and Brittany went on the London Eye, and um, I remember that was like so cool. And like we, I think that's like one of the first photos we have together because after the London Eye, we took a photo like looking over, like you could see like the London Eye in the background, and I had on a like little like jean jacket <laughs> and like yeah, that was. Oh, like- some- yes, something else that we did in London was. <laughs> I don't know what, okay, so first of all, we were not drinking age in the United States, but we were drinking age in the UK, which was pretty cool on that trip. And one of the things, I don't know why we decided to do this, but we were like asking around, like, where do black people in London hang out? <laughs> like, we were asking locals. And so I believe it's called Brixton, right? We went, okay, so we were like, where, did, like, okay, so basically the dynamic of the trip was we would do the educational stuff during the day and like, you know, all the tours during the day. And then at night you could just do whatever, but it was up to your will. So me, like, I think it was like day three in London. We were like, Hey, like where do like black people hang out in London? And people were like, Oh, like 
Brixton. Like, it's a different area in London. So, me and Brittany literally try our... <laughs> Got ourselves down on the tube, figure out the tube in London to get to Brixton. Like, we didn't call it Uber or anything. Like, we literally took the transit system to get to Brixton. Yeah. So, we get to Brixton. Like, we come about the train station. We're like, oh, like, shit, we got here, like, by ourselves. We here. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. And then someone had recommended a restaurant to us. So, we went to this restaurant and it was like this Jamaican spot. And London has a lot of Jamaican people, like, from there because. Great Britain used to own Jamaica. It mm-hmm. used to be like a providence of Jamaica yeah. or something yeah. like that. I don't know. And so um, that's why there's a lot of Jamaican people in London. And the we had Jamaican like cuisine. And it was like so good. The drinks were so good. Remember that? Like we had such good drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like met the owner. Yeah. And it was just cool. It was just like a cool night. The music was good. Like, it felt like a American, like, spot. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was just so cool because it was in the middle of London. And I wish we really had more time to, like, see Brixton during the daytime and, like, mm-hmm. see other spots. Because now that I'm, like, you know, the trip's over and everything, like, I heard, like, that's really, like, a pop-in place to, like, party and, like, really hang out. But we went out there one night. And I think we have photos from that night, too. We'd have to dig for them. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. So London overall was like our first stop. We absolutely loved it. It was like a cleaner, what, New York. It was like a cleaner New York in our opinion. Yeah, anyone that's been to London knows that like London is a bougier, cleaner New York. Okay, like it is, I love London. Like I remember telling Brittany, I was like, I'm obsessed with this. Like I would move here. I like, I remember we were like talk about like people would go to grad school in London, like anything. But I just love London. And I was like- it, so sad to leave um and we were there during the summer so it was it was warmer like it wasn't really cold cold so we were like oh we could get used to this like it's nice um and of course we did all the typical like london tourist sites so after london we took this train to paris and it was like one of those express like trains and we got to paris in like two hours remember that and i was like so mind you we have a single suitcase with all of our clothing for oh God, a how month. We forget the suitcase drama. We had a single suitcase, and Niall and I, being the shopaholics that we were, we went to every single Zara, probably on two our whole Zara. Any two Zara, Zara, Zara that our, we went to, <laughs> yeah, any Zara that was in our path, we stopped and we spent money. It wasn't even like, oh, like, let's just go look. And then if we like something, we'll buy it. Like, no, we're going in here. We're spending money and we're stuffing this shit in our suitcase. And so we had like everyone else on the trip had like little smaller like suitcases. And they had advised us like, yo, don't pack a big suitcase because you're going to have to, you know, push this around. Drag it around. But you know me. I was like, forget it. It'll be fine. Like what? Like little did I know since the transit systems are so much older. It was like no elevators, no escalators to get down to the transit system. And that was like our main like mode of transportation. So anyway, me and Brittany, of course, we had like the two biggest suitcases. And like I said, it was a trip full of all females. So it wasn't like it was like boys to like really like help us out. So that would be like a venture for us for like the whole day. Like days that we have to travel to a different hotel or travel to a different country was like the biggest headache for us because our luggage was so big and we would just be 
so hot, so sweaty from trying to like push our luggage like up and down the transit system. So it's is when we left London to go to Paris when them two girls got left. No. Oh That's yes. Wait, are you yes. Sure? yes. Or was it Paris to Germany? Uh, no, it was Oxford to Germany. Okay, actually, you guys. Yes, it was in the very, very beginning. Yes. No, I don't. I think it was when we left Paris to go to Germany. I don't think it was when we. No, because remember, it was all that drama, (laughs) and then everybody hated that girl because she got stuck and like delayed the trip. Okay, whatever it is, I don't remember the exact leg of the trip, but one of our classmates got left um, because we had got there just in time to like catch the train. And you have to go through customs, like a full, you know, like it's like literally like airport security, but for a train system. Anyone that's been to Europe, like y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. So like, it's not just a simple thing to just hop on the train, especially when you're going from one country to the other. And she just got left behind. And I thank God she, it was two girls that got left behind together. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she was by herself. So that was just like a little drama. And like, people were like freaking yeah. Because you're going through customs and then you have to like understand the different, like you don't understand the languages that are on the different trains. Yeah. And we barely made that train ourselves. Remember we were running from platform to platform trying to find room to put our suitcase on. Yeah. That was just like one of those moments where we're like, this could have been planned and organized so much better. (laughs) And that was like kind of one of my Exactly. Like I thought the trip in terms of logistics, in terms of travel logistics, could have been done so much better. Like, do you remember I would complain about that every single day? I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, 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 you're also dramatic. Okay, so let's, okay, we're in Paris now, right? We are staying at a hostel. So the first place was a hotel, second place was a hostel. And we're already starting to, yeah, Paris was a hostel, remember? It was like super far outside of the city. But it was like a nice one, though. Yeah, but still, like, a, there's a difference between a hostel and so the difference between a hostel and a hotel is that a hostel you share like a bathroom with other people. So it's it's like ours hall. didn't have one. We had a private bathroom. By the time me and pa- by the time we got to Paris, you guys, me and Brittany were jumping for joy because even though the hostel was far from like city center, me and Brittany had our own room and our own bathroom. I don't know if you remember that. It just didn't have AC. Yeah. So like we were starting to pick up on like the different cultural like differences uh, and things like we had never experienced before in the United States, like the tube system, uh, like the no air condition, like simple things that we have in the U.S. Like we were starting to adapt to. And then in Paris, um, it was Paris was the hottest European city I've ever been in my life. But besides the heat. The touristy part, like we knew it was touristy, but y'all, like it is not the safest place to be walking around, like prancing around, like I'm in Paris, bitch. Like, no. No. Like people are selling something to you every corner. Eiffel Tower is crowded. Mind you though, Paris was by far the prettiest place I've ever been in terms of architecture and like everywhere felt like you were in the middle of like a European like movie. So for me, I really liked Paris from that aspect. I didn't like the people and I thought the food was good. I always like throughout the trip, I told Brittany, I was like, I'm coming back next time I'm coming back to Paris. I'm doing it like the rich glamorous way. Like we, we did it like the student way 
next time I'm going to Paris, I'm staying at the Four Seasons, like close to city center. Like I'm not going to be doing it this way. Yeah, but I will give our professor props because, like, though we would uh, have, like, class sessions and, like, speakers who are, like, either journalists or involved in, like, the political systems, things like that, but they also incorporated a lot of, like, excursions to museums. We went to plenty of, like, art museums, history museums. We went to, like, all the touristy places as well that would be, like, on your bucket list going there. Yeah. So I would pass to Versailles, remember? And we toured yeah. the whole um, palace. We toured the gardens. Me and Brittany, like, actually have a couple photos from that as well. Like, that was, I think that was one of our favorite days because we, w- we woke up early and, like, went to the palace of Versailles. And it was just breathtaking, like, breathtaking. Yeah. We even we saw they took us to a play to see the Phantom of the Opera when we were in London. And then when, when we were in Paris, we went to the actual like place where the Phantom of the Opera was like inspired by. Yes, that which was, was awesome. super cool too. Yeah. So Brittany, tell us about your big purchase in Paris that you just had to get and that you would trot around with the whole rest of the three weeks we were in Europe. <laughs> okay, so y'all. I'm sorry, but while I was overseas, I had to take advantage of the tax break and purchase myself a Louis Vuitton bag at the store in, I don't even, I can't even, I don't even want to like butcher the name, Champs de Delice. I, y'all, but I don't know. That's like their flagship store, right? Yes, y'all. Okay. I can't even pronounce it fake bougie over here, but I had to purchase myself my first Louis Vuitton bag which was a neverfull and <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was definitely well, other- judged by our professors because it's like why like I had to know but her- other girls like bought stuff too they bought like little stuff so like people were buying like bracelets like stuff for their boyfriends at home like perfumes like everybody was like I kind of feel like I was like, why not? <laughs> like, we're going to get some of this tax rate. Like, we're going to get the tax written off. So, like, something that would cost $1,500 would be $1,800 in the States. It was like, it's weren't gonna, you able cheaper. to ship it home? No, I kept it with me. Oh. Okay. Yeah, nope. I had it. You, were, you, you know what? You were a really nice girl because you also bought, um, oh, boy, something, too, that, that trip. Yeah, my boyfriend at the time, I bought him a his birthday gift from the Louis Vuitton store. I don't know who I thought I was. Because what money did I have? But more importantly, like, when you're in Paris, you deserves all that. You just feel bougie, you know, when you're in Paris. Yeah. So at this point, me and Brittany were, like, really good friends. Like, we were sp- spending, like, every... We were spending every like moment together like seriously and then yeah. by this point we were like talking about the other people on the trip we're like oh my god like so <laughs> yes okay so at this point we are like okay our classes are like during the day but we're having classes like what not every single day like every couple of days we're having like a class session or two in between we're like doing homework so we would have like little papers due but like a page a page and a half like super simple but yeah, like we still had to like prioritize taking time to actually like study, read and do homework. And then during our free time when we're not having like class or like uh, taking tours with like our classmates and our professors, we were like literally eating out, drinking, 
and just shopping. And I would say we also were starting to grow super close with like the other girls on the trip. Like we really figured that, like found out though you don't necessarily look alike and you might not have the same backgrounds. Like we actually really connected with a few of the girls and uh, it was like a majority what liberals on the trip. So that was really cool. We would get into discussions about like politics, obviously, because that's what we were all studying. And yeah, like I would say like we, it was really like ended up being like a great group of girls that we were like studying abroad. Yeah. And so like some of kind of the program was structured around learning about the role of like mainstream media and non-mainstream media, like outlets in Europe and like examining like, how it's used by like government political parties and like activists in Europe. So obviously that type of discussion um, could become controversial, but I feel like the types of conversations that we engaged in with the other, with our other classmates was so insightful and it kind of like opened my mind and my world up to like how the rest of the world operates in terms of like media. Um, Yeah. And we also had to interview Europeans as well. Like in each different country, we had to like interview people like on our own for two 10 page research papers we had due at the very end. So we were encouraged and like basically had to like start conversations with strangers about politics. And now touched on this a little bit earlier in the episode that like we learned a lot about how Europeans feel about Trump. And this is like at the very beginning of the presidency. This was honestly before it got really wild, too. Like, mm-hmm. he was wild, but it wasn't even... Now that I, like, look back on it, it wasn't even really as wild as it is now. Um, yeah. And, like, we would have people come up, to us, come up to us and say, oh, my God, like, how do you guys deal with, like, a president that's always, like, tweeting and he, like, fires people? What? They would, like, ask us, why did you vote for Trump? Oh, and we were all like, we did not vote for Trump. Like, let's get that clear. Um, So that was interesting. So moving on, we leave Paris and we go to Berlin, Germany. And we were... In between that, we we had a stay in Strasbourg, France. How could I forget? Yeah, and we also went to Normandy uh, where the, you know, the historic D-Day beaches were. So... We were in France a little bit longer than all the others because we went to three different places there. And Strasbourg was like. That's where we were like in the countryside of like France. Okay. Um, And we stayed at, should we call it like a castle? I don't know, y'all. It was like basically... Think about like a countryside, Ooh, like bed no, and it was like a yeah, a bed and breakfast. I was just about to say it's a bed and breakfast, and it was like owned and operated by this family. And Beautiful. courtyard. Family. It was so cute, and they had like the best breakfast. Remember that? Like we mm-hmm. we were complaining about the black breakfast up until that time, but you guys, <laughs> half of the girls on the trip had to stay in this like literally like outhouse cabin thing that was full of bugs and creatures and did it even have like electricity like light so the the bed and breakfast overbooked us okay this had never happened before they overbooked us so they had to like hurry up and make room in this like undone like 
outhouse situation. And thank God, I mean, it was unfortunate for like the other girls, but thank God our professors had the common sense to know not to put the two black girls in what looked like slave quarters. <laughs> yeah. So we got to say in the main house, whoop de doo. Um, <laughs> because you did not just call it a main house. <laughs> I know. But that's what it felt like during that no, time. Like, it really did. Like it really felt like, oh, like they was outside and we was in the main house. Like <laughs> anyway, y'all. We got like a nice big room. We had our own, like it was AC. Um, the bathroom was right there. Like I literally blow dried my hair there. Like I did my hair. Yeah, like it was a it was a good that was a good little weekend trip. And then also we like went into the city and they had good food. Remember, we like kind of did like the shops. They had a really nice like church there. Yes. It was Remember that? Cool. The y'all. We had a lasagna there. It I dream about this lasagna every single day of my life. Like sizzling. You got it twice. I went and got it twice. Y'all. And all the wine, by the way, throughout the trip was to die for too and like four dollars everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely a boozy trip. Yes. Loved it. So yeah, so we leave the countryside of France, and I remember that train ride was so beautiful. I don't know if you remember this, Brittany, but it was one of those train rides where we were like, the train track was on the side of the mountain, mm-hmm. but it was a river on the other side. So yeah, we, we were taking our midterm there. on it. Huh? We took our midterm on that train. Yes. <laughs> midterm on the train. You guys, there were several parts of this trip that I absolutely did not like, but the benefits like kind of outweighed the cons. Like, you know, the no, pros definitely. outweighed the cons. Definitely. Because I'm one of those people where like we we had like work due after being out in these long days, days of travel. So like mind you, you guys, we were like still in school, but doing all of this traveling throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And doing stuff like taking a midterm on the train I absolutely hate it because remember some girls got like nauseous and like sick like emotions I literally was popping my Xanax y'all oh yeah yeah like it it just wasn't like I just felt like in some ways I wish the trip was a little bit longer like maybe by a week so we weren't like crammed in terms of schoolwork Mm -hmm. that makes sense so guys we arrived to Berlin and we stay at a hostel then but it's like city center so it was actually like a nice hostel you remember that um, didn't you get yeah. sick one day in Berlin? Yes, I remember. I remember. Mm-hmm. Were you sick yes. one day? In Berlin? I got sick one day because we went into. I absolutely hated the food in Germany because it was like all like y'all know, like it's like brats and beer, and it was like the first rest. The first night we were there, we went to this restaurant that was like all meats and potatoes, and like literally like what was it like raw vegetables? Like I don't even know. Like the food, I despise the food, and. It just was like a the vibe of the restaurant just like made me feel so off that I was like sick from just being there. Yeah, like you didn't even did you miss a day? No, you fought through it. No, I left. Yeah, no, I I just like kept excusing myself outside because I was like literally gonna puke. And yeah. I think you and I that's probably when we were like eating American food the most. We were like, get me yeah, a burger. They had a lot of American restaurants in Berlin. Yeah. And I remember us being like, honestly, after that one bad experience, we were like, let's just stick to like foods we know so it doesn't like spoil the trip. And also, you guys, by this time, we we're like week three and we are exhausted. Like we have been running for two weeks straight, full, like almost 10 to 12 hour days in terms of like traveling, um, schoolwork, and then 
pleasure like you know like hanging out and stuff like I that so like you remember by berlin we were exhausted like we didn't even go out in berlin because after our day was over we're like we just want to go back to sleep like mm-hmm. it was such a like i remember berlin i was so tired like i was like we need a rest day we need a day that we could just chill because i felt like i was getting burnt out yeah and another and- reason another reason why Berlin was a lot for me was because we went to an actual concentration camp that was about 45 minutes outside of the city. Mm-hmm. And I've never felt like that ever before in my life. It was such a like eerie feeling. And just mm-hmm. to know that so many people died on that camp and how th- those people were like treated and just to see still like all of like the same structures that were there before mm-hmm. and basically where that concentration camp was built they had built up a town like around the camp and those houses in the town was where the Nazi officers were mm-hmm. living. Mm-hmm. And so it was such a surreal like feeling. Like how do you, how did you feel about it? Yeah, no, it was super. I, I, I was just about to say it was emotionally draining being there just because of like the amount of history and things that we literally saw, experienced. Like, I actually really, really enjoyed Germany because of the history. Like, I love history, and I love going to... I prefer history museums more so than art museums. And my dad served in the military, so I feel like even then, like, kind of seeing what, like, those military camps looked like, it was just, like, a lot. And especially from the the standpoint of, like, history, um, seeing... Like Berlin was definitely one of my favorites in terms of like history, like kind of like basically what you mm-hmm. said. And remember, we saw like some of the old wall that the wall that the was Berlin around. wall. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say. So we went to a museum uh, there, and we also saw like pieces of the Berlin Wall, and we learned a lot about that too. And what was it, Checkpoint Charlie? We went to Checkpoint Charlie, yeah. and so all of that was Germany was. I feel like the most eye opening out of all of the other places we went just about politics and media, because we learned so much about the Nazi regime and fascism. And so the Germans we spoke to, they were saying how they don't sing the national anthem anymore. They don't have any statues of Hitler. They don't celebrate. They don't have like the Nazis. Anything that reminds them of that time period or anything that's associated with that time period. Yes. And so reversely, they would ask us questions like, obviously, we have like Confederate soldier statues and like the Confederate flag and we just sing and whatever and just like kind of glaze over our history like slavery and they like upfront acknowledge it, talk about it. And like, if you celebrate it in any way, like you get fined. It's like they don't take it seriously. Like they don't take it lightly over there. And it was completely different. I feel like especially as two black women, we were like, wow, this would be amazing if, you know, we did this in America. And now like fast forward to 2020, it's just so crazy to think about like what we learned out there. And like, now we're just starting to see change. Yeah. I really appreciated how they recognize their history and we're really educating people on the past and make sure that that never happens again. Um, and I thought mm-hmm. that was like really special. Um, we also went to a Nazi jail. Remember that? Mm-hmm. For people that they weren't Jewish, but if they had spoken against the movement, they would be thrown in jail. Uh-huh. And you remember that was like closer to city center? Mm-hmm. Um, that was also like really interesting to see as well. So after Germany, 
Well, let me interrupt a little bit. By this time in our trip, me and Brittany were really growing close. I think one of the reasons like we became really good friends was like we had a lot of similarities. Like during the trip, I learned that she had moved around a lot. Like as a child, I had to. Um, we we also like bonded over like clothes and like fashion. And then at the time, we were both in like relationships. And we definitely, like, bonded over that. Like, I remember, like, <laughs> I'll never forget this. We were at the Palace of Versailles, and you were like, do you see? No, you said, do you see yourself, like, spending the rest of your life with this person? And I was like, no. And you were like, you were like, so, so, like, why, like, why are you dating him? Like, do you remember that? The audacity has to ask you that. Yeah, no, like, you, I like, that's, like, basically what you asked me. And I was like, What? And, like, I, re- I just remember, like, during that trip, though, we had such great conversation about, like, relationships. And, I like, during that time, she was one of my only friends that had, like, a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, special for me. And then, like, I think that's also what molded our friendship coming back from that trip. Because it was, like, so much drama surrounding those relationships after we were done with that trip. Yeah. Little did we know <laughs> shit was going to hit the fan a couple months after that. But anyway, you guys... <laughs> Like, that was kind of one of the things we bonded about. And then, like, we just had such a love for, like, traveling and trying new things and new experiences. And I think that's one of the reasons, like, we bonded, like, as friends. And, like, when we became friends, I was at a time period, like, in my college career where, like, I wanted to transition to have, like, more friends that had, like, more similarities to me. Um, You know what I'm saying? And, like, I feel like it came at, like, the perfect moment, like, in my life because... I was like trying to go through that transition and then like, bam, Brittany came. So yeah, that was just, just a little tidbit, you guys. So moving on after Berlin, we moved to one of our favorite places ever. We went to Prague and this is right. You guys, when Nicki Minaj had that video and said, what? Well, wait, she said, you bitches can't even spell Prague. Right. Right. And she was walking onto the private jet. So, we were in Prague when that like went viral and I was like, Oh my God, like I'm living life. You guys can't tell me anything. I'm like peasants. Like, you know, like just like, <laughs> like just completely taking the video wrong. And like, I remember the other girls in our trip were like, Oh my God, like let's recreate the video. Like da 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 da. Um, so like, that was like our little saying, like going into Prague, um, the shopping you guys was the best shopping I've done in my entire life. <laughs> So Prague isn't that they don't have euros. So they're on their own like money system. And so compared to the American dollar, everything there was so cheap. Do you remember that? Y'all. Yes. Zara tops would be like, we would convert it and it would be like $5. And we're like, what? <laughs> like so cheap. We did so much shopping. I think I did mostly like the bulk of my shopping. It was there. our last stop. So we were just like, go like go all out you know it was literally our last and i'm so crazy because i have bought stuff in london so london has the um pound and the pound is like the um like most expensive like currency i think right now Mm -hmm. like the pound is always going to be worth more than the american dollar so i had bought stuff in like london i bought stuff in paris which was euros so by the time i got to prague i was like I think I honestly returned some stuff there and bought it back just so I can yeah. get at a cheaper price because that's how crazy I am, y'all. That's no, like you definitely did. Yeah, like for sure. So anyway, 
we by Prague, we didn't have as much schoolwork, and the hotel was like super nice. Remember that? We had that king like suite, and it was just me and Brittany, and like it was like a tub and like everything. Like it was so. No, we nice. had one roommate, but it was like a it was like a bedroom, and then like a living room with like a bed in there. So you and I were like in the bedroom, and she was like in oh, the yeah, we we room with Marissa that last we time. These people's names. Um, we love oh, Marissa. Okay. Yeah, we anyway, love. Our- so we that like we had much like way more freedom. So me and Brittany were able to like shop and like eat, and everything was like so cheap there. And then we went on a tour, and they literally had champagne grapes, and we were like eating them. Oh yeah. So Prague was probably one of the second prettiest places we went because, um, they had huge like castles, and everything was like brick. Remember, like, the roads were brick. Yeah, not gentrified at all. <laughs> like, literally, it, it looks like you stepped in another time, like, It was whatever. so pretty. Um, and they had a little, like, I, I guess, like, Nazi influence. Remember, they would tell us about how, like, um, they, like, how the Jews were, like, treated in Prague. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um and so they kind of wrapped that into the history of like Prague. It was definitely like such a calm city too. Like it wasn't fast paced, but it was still a city. So like it was such a great way to like end our trip. And we always we always said that like, we would spend an extra week in Prague just because how calm it was. Remember, we were like, we wish we could stay extra week here. Yeah. It was like the perfect way to end the trip. And it's honestly a place I never would have thought to go. Like the Czech Republic, like I would never be like, hmm, I'm going to go visit there. But yeah, it was so, so beautiful. They're also known for like, what, crystal glass. So a lot of the shops had like crystals and stuff. Like it was just a really quaint, like nice town and perfect way for us to like actually like finish the schoolwork we were supposed to be doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like... The whole study abroad experience for me was so, like, ironic. And, guys, don't think this is corny. But, like, the whole experience for us, which is literally, like, taking a chance on new experiences. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously. And I feel like that's so crazy because, like, now hindsight is, like, that's something, something, like, me and Brittany, like, push a lot. And I feel like we really took, took a chance on, like, friendship during that trip, like, pushing like also our like our academic boundaries because it was like yes. work involved traveling trying new food um experiencing new cultures like it was mm-hmm. such a trip where we really just like took a chance on everything like we weren't scared to experience new things um and i think that's what made the trip better was like we were down for the cause um and so that's kind of one of the reasons why we thought this would be such a great like little bonus episode because it really was the foundation of our friendship. Um, the foundation of, for me, I just viewed the world in such a different light once I got mm-hmm. back home. And being able to understand people's different experiences and cultures was like so important. And I would highly recommend setting abroad if you get a chance to in college. It was definitely like, a life-changing experience was nothing like it and I, I came back from the trip and I was like I could have done a semester at one place like Brittany was writing a home but I was like like I want to um definitely like I definitely could have done a semester like that's how much I loved it and now like me and Brittany we didn't get a chance to go to Italy or like Spain so that's like next up on our 
European mm-hmm. adventure list. Or like Amsterdam. Yeah, I would agree. It definitely like pushed all boundaries for us. And it's like kind of who we are as people now like is was definitely shaped by that trip. And I think that will reflect in our podcast, like everything that we love we did on that trip. So new foods, shopping, like fashion, culture, history, politics, like literally that trip covered everything, like so much art, just, and then the people we were with too, um, we didn't, we, our friendship, I feel like is the strongest from that trip. And we didn't really stay too, too in touch with like the rest of the people on the trip, but we still like, follow each other on social and stuff and we honestly studied abroad with like some pretty amazing women who like we also see are like you know working full-time and like doing really yeah, great things yeah they're doing like really great things um in the community too like it's not they're doing very like impactful work now and especially when we got back on campus they were doing stuff around campus too that was awesome um i definitely feel like <laughs> spending a month with someone definitely like fast forward your friendship mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you learn yeah. I learned so much about Brittany and vice versa she learned so much about me in that time period you know what I'm saying like we would have never I think we, we would have never became that good of friends if it wasn't for that trip we have not gone 24 hours without talking since our first day in London <laughs> yeah like since that trip yeah, yeah. literally no So you guys, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it shed some light into what we value, what we like, our past experiences, and definitely like a hind, like a insight, excuse me, an insight on our friendship. And hopefully after Corona passes, we're able to go back to Europe. I know we were going to go to Italy this past summer. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that? We were planning to go to Italy this summer. Um, Obviously, that got nixed for a lot of different reasons. But hopefully, in the future, we're able to go back to Europe and, like, um, explore more of the things we want to do. And we'll always remember that trip. Like, I will tell my kids about that trip for sure. No, for sure. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys, like, listening along to our little story. And we will have many more kind of episodes where we, like, talk about some experiences that we've shared or had individually that have like shaped our worldview and things like that but we just thank you guys and uh we really appreciate all the support bye you guys see you next week bye